Welcome to the Queen Trail Podcast. Meditation doesn't have to be sitting still and having an empty mind. The journey is such a beautiful thing because we are all on a journey. You want to make sure you have some kind of distribution plan, or at least have an idea of it, because you can make this really amazing film and it only gets seen by your family and friends. Old Hollywood is still intact. Every horse runs hard, but when they win, and they know it. They've got this little sass about them. It was pretty rough. I had to go into the water and with my med pack, swim to the beach, treat these guys, put them on my back, swim out to the helo. And I'm like, oh my God, I've never seen those before. And I said, what are those? And before I could even finish the sentence, she said, oh my God, you didn't touch them, did you? Even if monarchs go away and you never see one again, because there never will be monarchs again if they die out, it is just a little indicator of larger threats my dad said, so what were you guys doing in the desert? And I said, we were taking nude photos. Hey, welcome back. I hope you had a great week since the last time that we got together. I'm going to go ahead and get right into this week's episode, which is a double treat from Jenny Ruiz of Burning Times Tarot. She did a November reading. We are going into Scorpio season, which is my favorite season. I am a Scorpio, and I absolutely loved hearing some of the Scorpio lore that I had no idea about. So I do want to put a little bit of a warning up here. These are really intense readings. We were trying to go for some gratitude and blessings and that sort of thing, which Jenny definitely got in there. But there is an intensity to these readings. Please listen with caution. If they resonate with you, great. If they don't, these might not be readings for you. Please just bypass this episode. You might want to come back to it at some future time. These readings are timeless. And so the second reading, which is a shadow reading that Jenny did for Halloween, is still applicable at the time that you find it or it finds you. So without further ado, please join Jenny Ruiz of Burning Times Tarot and me in this monthly reading. Enjoy. Hello, this is Jenny from Burning Times Tarot here with your November reading. And first off, happy Scorpio season to all my Scorpios, including Syl. Um, because the last couple of readings I've done were definitely on the heavy side, which is, to be honest, how a lot of my readings tend to go, I thought we would lighten it up this time, do something a little bit more uplifting. So we're going to be looking at what blessings are coming your way. And my readings are timeless. I don't generally like to get too specific on times because I believe that things are always changing based on the choices we make but I'm gonna ballpark it and say within the next three months from the time that you listen to this regardless of when that is that is when we're looking at these blessings coming towards you and I created a spread myself which I will explain as I read the cards and as usual I have not seen any of the cards beforehand and I got out several oracle decks for this one which I'm looking forward to seeing how it all unfolds. So let's get on with it, shall we? Pile one, if you chose the feather, this is what blessings are headed your way. So I haven't seen any of your cards yet. I will walk you through this spread as uh, we go through it. So the first card that I pulled was a tarot card, which 
represents what blessings are headed your way. And you got the Five of Pentacles, which is not known as a card of blessing. So I pulled some clarifiers just to make sure that I was getting the right message. And the, you got two clarifiers, the Devil and Unity which is an extra card in this deck and you will be able to see the photo if you look at the social media posts either on my page or Queen Troll podcast page. So quite an interesting contrast. So what I'm getting from this, you know, the five of pentacles is a card of loss, can be financial loss or of loneliness. And so what I'm getting here is you are leaving something behind. This could be relationships or a job. doesn't have to be. This could just be something internal. And I'm getting that for most of you, that's what this is. Uh, but we will see what the cards have to say as we go through them, right? Especially with the Five of Pentacles and the Devil, I feel like you are leaving something behind. Something that you know has not been healthy for you. It could be an addiction for some of you. It doesn't necessarily have to be drugs and alcohol. As we all know, addictions come in many different forms. And basically, something that has been keeping you stuck in some way, whether that is emotionally, physically, could be your location, I'm hearing for some of you. Whatever this pattern is, it is something that has left you feeling lonely, isolated, in a, a sense of lack. And... But then to be followed by this unity card, because you might be, you know, you might be like, okay, where's the blessing? <laughs> Get to the blessing. We are getting there. So this unity card, though, is the blessing. And it's such a lovely card, too. And so it could be unity with others. But again, I'm getting that for a lot of you. This is unity within the self. So, you know, and to come after five of pentacles and the devil which are both cards of separation and i'm not using the rider waite smith deck you will see in the photos i'm using the grimalkin's curious cats tarot for this but in the rider waite smith deck the devil is a mirror to the lovers you will see they're set up exactly the same way in the lovers archangel raphael is standing between the two of them and they are free and they are look like they're in the garden of eden and it's the devil standing between them, and they are chained together. The devil is what holds us back. It's the fears that we succumb to. It's the lies that we allow ourselves to believe. And these are both cards of separation. And so then to get unity after that. So you are leaving something behind that has been really unhealthy for you. And I'm getting most of you, like, you know exactly what this is. You know what has not been healthy for you. And you may have been trying to get away from it for some time without success or maybe success by degrees you know so for some of you you may have been improving but this is like a final hurdle that you are going to get over and is going to bring you a newfound sense of peace of unity of harmony of togetherness because this is a card of togetherness and family whether that's blood family chosen family whatever it is and as I said, for some of you, this will be with others. For some of you, this is just within the self. But this is a really beautiful card to come out. So <laughs> I love seeing that after the first two. Now, I pulled another tarot card. And this one is, how will the people around you react to your blessing? And especially given what all of this is talking about. 
quite curious to see. The Three of Wands. And the Three of Wands. Oh, and I love that. So I love that you chose the feather and on this card there are three eagles flying in the sky and one of them is perfectly silhouetted against the sun which gives me phoenix energy which is very fitting for scorpio season uh for those of you who don't know scorpio is the only sign in the zodiac that is represented by three figures a scorpion the eagle and the phoenix because it is a sign of transmutation now again i want to make sure i was getting the right message with this so i pulled a clarifier for the three of wands and you got the seven of cups so the people around you some of them will be incredibly happy for you and encouraging and they see you changing they see this transformation in you and they will be so proud of you and supportive of you now with the seven of cups though you know the seven of cups can mean different things like most of the like all of the cards do now the seven of cups can talk about having a lot of options it can talk about fantasizing so some of the people around you might see the changes you're making and it might open up a whole new world of possibilities for them they might want to bring you in on more things or make plans with you of some kind or just change the way that they approach or relate to you now that is the positive side the less positive side you might have some people around you that will be confused by what you're doing that's to be expected whenever we make changes there will always probably be people in our lives that don't understand and maybe don't like it just because they don't like change even if it's a positive change for you they may not perceive it that way in the beginning that's not to say it won't change an interesting interpretation that i heard about the seven of cups just recently actually and i as I heard it, I thought, I wonder if that card's going to come out in one of my readings that I'm about to do. And that's why I'm hearing this. And here we are. Some readers have taken the Seven of Cups to also represent projection. So that can be the places we project onto others or where they project onto us. And so with this, I'm getting that some people might project onto you and misinterpret you, you know, and that can be for ill or for good. So that is just something to watch out for, to be aware of, right? Have the hard conversations where you can and where you need to. But when it comes to things like that, as I said, we all project onto each other to a certain degree. So sometimes you need to just have a little patience with people. On the other hand, sometimes it also just calls for a level of radical acceptance of just saying, this person does not understand me. This person is not really hearing or seeing me. And so in those cases, sometimes you just have to walk away and let them kind of figure it out for themselves if they ever do. But it's not your job, you know, and it can hurt. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know how painful it can be when you feel like someone does not hear or see you accurately, no matter how much you try to explain yourself or make yourself known to them, but you have no control over it. So sometimes you just have to accept it. And what you choose to do from that point, you know, is your own choice. But sometimes there's just nothing to be done about it, which is unfortunate, but it happens. So, Okay, back to the blessing. See, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, just, it's just that time of year. It's just like that right now, right? Okay, so the next card, I got an Angels and Ancestors Oracle card. 
where is this blessing coming from? Protection guardian, drop your shields. This is interesting because in this deck, this card is portrayed as femme, but it is a representation of Archangel Michael. And one of the other decks I will be using in this reading is actually the Sword of Light Oracle, which is an Archangel Michael deck. Um, I don't know that I would have bought it on my own, but I have a tarot box subscription and it came in it and I've actually gotten a lot of good messages from it. So in the booklet, um, just want to read the very first part of it. Drop any shields of shame, resistance, and fear that are standing between you and your chances of enjoyment and fun. Know that you don't need to hide who you are or the gifts that you have. You were born to shine. And so again, any behavior, any um, if it's a way of thinking or if it is some sort of addiction or just pattern of behavior, maybe you isolate a lot. Maybe you've been codependent. Maybe you don't know how to ask for help. And when you're going through a hard time, you shut down and you don't tell anyone. You don't ask anyone for help. You know, I'm getting so many different messages, but this card is saying you are going to be given a chance to leave some of that behind, to gain some sort of key that will help you to leave this once and for all, because I do get the sense that a lot of you have tried, you have been trying, and you have been making strides, but there's like this last hurdle that you need to clear. So next card was from the Sword of Light deck. And it is advice from the universe for you. And it was supposed to be one card. You got two. So the first one is number 22. Open your heart. No one is perfect. Stop judging yourself and others and let love heal the situation. And then the second card is number 26. Recognize the signs from above. Angels are sending you messages now, but you're too distracted to notice. Stay alert and open to divine guidance. So... What I get from this, and I always say in these readings, even if you don't believe in a higher power, I still believe the universe sends us messages. That doesn't necessarily mean that there's like a conscious person in the sky that's like, oh, I'm going to send a dove so-and-so's way. But I'm not here to explain the mysteries of the universe. I don't believe in coincidences anymore. I believe that synchronicities occur for a reason. We may not always be clear on what that reason is. We may assign our own reasons to them. But whenever I start to experience a lot of synchronicities, I feel like that is source telling me that I'm on the right path. And the less synchronicities I experience, that is usually when I'm feeling out of sorts, when I'm not feeling well, when I'm down that's when they dry up. When I'm open and inspired and feeling good and in touch, and you know, good is a relative term, right? Like your life doesn't have to be going perfectly for you to still find joy in the everyday, in the mundane, and to still be in the flow. Especially with stop judging yourself, because I feel like that's what a lot of this shield is talking about, and this five of pentacles you know, a lot of self-judgment, whether it's an addiction, whether it's just a pattern, whatever has kept you feeling isolated, a lot of times the root of that is shame. Shame can have all different sorts of reasons and sources, and this is a general reading, but I feel like it's really calling on you to forgive yourself, to 
not judge yourself so harshly and by extension not to judge others so harshly because as we saw before people might have some mixed reactions to whatever changes you're making but if you can stay open-hearted if you can follow your instincts recognize the synchronicities that are happening around you when they occur let yourself be guided then you will find your way so I pulled the Moonology Messages Oracle, which is new, on how best to integrate this gift. Ooh, you got Moon Madness. Avoid drama. <laughs> exactly. So stay open-hearted. Have the difficult conversations where you need to. Try not to judge yourself or others too harshly, but also accept you know, accept where you need to, let go where you need to, and do what you know is right for you, especially if this is something that has been really holding you back. And so moving towards this unity energy is such a beautiful change from this. So absolutely avoid drama because that will just suck you right back into that and we all know if you've been struggling and you get triggered it is so easy to fall back into old patterns especially with addictions so definitely stay away from any drama and your last card is the healing waters oracle and oh no no we've got one more after that so we're getting some general advice and support here so healing waters you've got the rainbow sweet relief new beginnings, a new way forward. I love this. And your final card is the Raise Your Vibration Oracle by Kyle Gray, who also did Angels and Ancestors. And it is your final piece of advice, and it is, truth is my teacher. So again, you're going to have a sense of relief. This is going to be a new beginning for you, a new way forward, as it's saying. This card, the rainbow, right there so um i would say some of your first synchronicities to watch for rainbows not just ones in the sky ones that you see around of course they're not the most uncommon thing to see but so what especially the more unusual it is the more it stands out to you take that as a good sign that you're on the right track and you did choose the feather and we had those eagles on the three of wands card so i would say look out for eagles and feathers as well and not only that but with synchronicities you don't need to look for them when you're in a certain place and you really are like you need a sign you need some encouragement it can be real easy to like be scanning for things but with true synchronicities they will grab your attention they will make themselves known to you. So just go about your business as you usually do. But if something jumps out at you or something stands out to you that is in an unusual way, take that as a sign. Take that as encouragement. We all need strength and encouragement. I think wherever we can find it, especially these days. And so take that as a pat on the back, however it speaks to you, and use it to fuel this positive movement forward that you're making right you don't have to become some super woo woo tarot reader like me if you don't want to um i don't know why i always seem to assume that this audience is somehow averse <laughs> to spirituality but you are listening to a tarot reading so i'm gonna assume you're at least somewhat open-minded to it but this is your reading i hope you enjoyed it 
I wish you the best of luck. As always, if you want to book a personal reading with me, you can email me at burningtimestarot at gmail.com. You can follow me on my socials. The info will be in the description of the episode. And if you want to give me any feedback or tell me about your own experience, please do reach out. I love to hear people's stories. I will hopefully see you next time. Pile two, if you chose the unicorn horn, welcome to your reading. This is what blessings are headed your way. So I will walk you through the spread as I go through it. I have not seen any of your cards yet. So let us begin. Well, first I pulled a tarot card, which is what blessing is headed your way. You got the Knight of Pentacles. So the Knight of Pentacles is known as the slowest knight, right? Earth is the slowest element. I believe this is a Taurus card, right? Fixed energy. But there are pumpkins and sunflowers on this card. And so I'm getting for a lot of you, like this will occur during the autumn. And because it's pentacles, this could be a financial increase. This could be a promotion at work. This is something that has been a long time in the making, right? Because the Knight of Pentacles, as I said, is slow moving. It is deliberate and it perseveres. And it is the only one of the knights that is actually guaranteed to get to their destination because if you have noticed the knight of wands and swords are both quite rushed they're passionate they're driven but passion burns out right and the knight of cups is also very slow moving because they are trying very hard not to spill anything from the cup they are holding the Knight of Pentacles is the only one that actually gets where they're going every time. So for a lot of you, this could be a financial increase or something to do with your work. It doesn't have to be for everyone. I actually did pull a clarifier just to make sure I'm getting the right message, but I haven't turned it over yet. Just wanted to see what messages I was getting from this card first. And there's definitely a lot of flowers here. So for some of you, this could be a new relationship as well. Because Pentacles don't only talk about money and work it does talk about other things as well the things that we work on the things that we grow the things that we invest in the things that we love that is what earth represents so let's see what this clarifier is seven of cups this came out in another pile and i was just talking about how i heard a different interpretation of this card i think it was actually even earlier today and my first thought was I wonder if I'm going to pull this in the readings I do later. And sure enough, here it is twice. I'm getting a different feel from it in this pile though. So for a lot of you, this is some sort of financial increase because one of the things Seven of Cups talks about is options. You might get some sort of increase or some sort of opportunity that is going to open up more options to you in some capacity. It might give you more flexibility in things that you want to do and experience and explore if you have more income. It might be some sort of job or creative opportunity that helps to bring you more connections, helps you to network, helps you to get your name out to more people, and just gives you more options in terms of things you might want to do in the future, or if you want to expand in your career and apply for other jobs with other companies if you work for a company and also just increased options in terms of jobs you might want to apply for in the future if you work for someone else 
if you work for yourself, it might give you more options in terms of things that you can do with your business, directions you can take, connections. Also, because this is cups, I'm also getting the sense that this talks about adaptability, right? Because water flows. And that's a very contrasting energy to the Knight of Pentacles because Pentacles is very stubborn, slow-moving, deliberate, purpose-driven, but can be unyielding. Whereas the Seven of Cups can also talk about fantasies and dream states. Traditionally, the Seven of Cups, um, the way that it's depicted in the Rider-Waite-Smith, it is about the alchemical process. And so something is changing for you here and is also allowing you a greater degree of adaptability. So whatever this goal is that you may have, as I said, I get the sense that this is something that you have been working towards for a long time or that has been in the works for a long time. And so the Seven of Cups is giving you that added degree of being able to stay flexible, to pivot, to adapt in whatever ways that you need to, which maybe you didn't have a lot of before because you were so focused on this goal or outcome or this, this thing that you've been wanting. So the next card I pulled is another tarot card and it's how will the people around you react to this blessing? Ooh, you got the lovers. So, you know, every card has multiple meanings and interpretations, particularly depending on the context of the reading. And the lovers with this is very interesting because on the one hand, it represents being on the same page with someone or with yourself, right? But because this is about the people around you. So some of the people around you are going to absolutely be on board with this, be very supportive, be very happy. And the lovers in and of itself, it represents like that two of cups energy. It's that shared energy between either two people or a group of people, you know, and that can be romantic, that can be a friendship, that can be a business partnership, it can be a creative partnership in whatever way, but it is alignment. The other meaning of the lovers, this is the Gemini card. It means a choice. And if you look at older, uh, a lot of older decks like the Tarot de Marseille, the lovers is usually portrayed as three people Traditionally, it was depicted as a man choosing between two women, right? But it essentially comes down to having to make a choice of some kind. And so you may have some people around you who may feel a bit ambivalent about this change. And they may or may not make this known to you. This may be something that you just sort of pick up on intuitively. They may not say anything to you. Others may make it more obvious. But again, if you have people around you that are not happy for the good things that come about for you in your life, then that might be a sign to you of something that you might need to address or move on from. But I do believe that for the most part, the people around you are going to be very on board with us and very happy for you. And hopefully anyone who is feeling a bit unsure or ambivalent will come around, right? So the next card I pulled is an angels and ancestors oracle card and with this we are asking where is this blessing coming from <laughs> you got the moon take note of intuitive messages now the moon inherently means mystery and secrets and the unknown 
So I feel like this is the universe saying they don't want you to know where this is coming from just yet. I feel like this is something that will re reveal itself to you with time. As things progress for you, they will become more clear. But maybe the universe wants you to figure that out intuitively for whatever reason. It doesn't want you to know just now. But just know that there are greater forces at work on your behalf. Uh, speaking of which, the next card that I drew is from the Sword of Light Oracle, which is an Archangel Michael Oracle, number seven. So it's general advice from the universe about this blessing. Change is coming. I'm here to guide you through this exciting transformation. This is a time of joyous opportunities. Lovely. And the next card that I pulled is from the uh, Moonology Messages Oracle. And it is how best to integrate this gift when you receive it. Take the lead. So again, I feel like it's the universe saying, you know, you are going to receive this. And then it's sort of up to you to really decide how you want to use it, how you want to implement it in your life, and how you want to interpret it or feel about it, you know. And I'm hearing really striking a good balance between being clear-eyed about the places where you are receiving a bit of luck or good fortune from the universe and the places where you are receiving something that you worked for, something that you put effort into, something that you have nurtured, right? And not discounting your own efforts, but also not discounting the places where you may have had a little bit of help or guidance, as we all do at times. And so your last two cards are just a bit of parting advice for you going forward. So from the Healing Waters Oracle, the waterfall, inner power, unbridled confidence, claiming your place. That is just what I was saying. So, you know, not being ashamed or afraid or embarrassed to give yourself that credit for the efforts that you have made, for the work you've put in. And not being afraid to take this increase, whatever form it does ultimately take for you, and claim it and say, this is mine. I deserve it. I'm going to accept this blessing without shame. Because we all receive blessings from time to time. How do you receive it? Can you receive? Can you be gracious? Can you claim it? So do it. <laughs> this is what the universe is saying. And... The last piece of advice from the Razor Vibration Oracle, believing is seeing. So again, when the universe drops something in your lap, don't push it away. Don't talk yourself out of it before it's even happened. Allow blessings to flow to you. Be clear-eyed about it. Manage it well because we can be given gifts and end up mismanaging them. So manage it well. Give yourself the credit you deserve. And also just give thanks. That is what this season is about. So best of luck to you. I hope this reading resonated for you. If you want to book a personal reading with me, you can email me at burningtimestarot at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on my socials, the information will be in the episode notes. And if you want to reach out and just share your experience and your story with me, please do. I always love to hear feedback from people. Best of luck to you and I will see you next time. Pile three, if you chose the flowers, welcome to your reading. This is what blessings are headed your way. So I have not looked at any of your cards yet. 
I will walk you through the spread as we go. So the first card that I pulled is a tarot card, and this is the blessing that is headed your way. Seven of Pentacles. So the Seven of Pentacles is traditionally a card of waiting. You've sown a seed. In the Rider Waite Smith deck, it depicts someone who has planted something and now they are watching this harvest start to grow. And so something that you have already been working towards is going to start to bear fruit. You're going to see the results of some of the hard work you have been putting in. And some of you may have listened to other piles in this reading, which is absolutely fine. You're not limited on the number of blessings you can receive. But we have again here a bird that's flying, not silhouetted exactly, but is flying up around the sun. And this is Scorpio season. If you are listening to this when I post it for November, and Scorpio is the only sign in the zodiac that is represented by three different figures, the scorpion, the eagle, and the phoenix, because it is a sign of rebirth, of transmutation. The Scorpio card in tarot is the death card. And in tarot, the death card talks about endings, but also talks about beginnings. So you might be reaching a new level with whatever this endeavor is. For some of you, because this is pentacles, for a lot of you, this might be a business, something to do with your work or career. It might not be the job that you do for money. It might be a passion project or a side hustle that you have, but something that you have put time and effort and love and patience and care into. That is what the earth element talks about. Okay, so I decided to pull a clarifier just to make sure I was getting the whole message because the Seven of Pentacles is a good card to get, but it also denotes waiting, right? And that doesn't, you know, that doesn't always feel like a blessing. So I pulled a clarifier and the clarifier you got is the Emperor. And on the bottom of the deck, I saw the Nine of Cups, which is the Wish Fulfillment card. The Emperor also can talk about financial increase. It's about stability, personal power, and it denotes a level of control over your physical surroundings and your environment. So there is definitely a level of improvement. For some of you, this could be internal, but because this is pentacles here, for a lot of you, this is something that is going to be tangible, and a lot of it might have to do with money or career. So the next card I pulled is another tarot card, and this one is, how are the people around you going to react to this blessing? You got the Two of Pentacles, and the Two of Pentacles is about a back and forth. It can be about a conversation. It can be about making a choice. It can talk about juggling different things. And so you may have some mixed reactions from the people around you. You may have some people that sort of, they're into it, then they're not into it. So I would say have a bit of patience. Take things with a grain of salt. But ultimately, if this is something you feel right about and you feel good about and you've been working towards, don't let other people's issues derail your success and your happiness. So and I did pull a clarifier because, you know, two pentacles is a very ambivalent energy. And two of cups. <laughs> um, 
So another two, which obviously in and of itself can still connote a back and forth, but two of cups is much more sort of two people who are on the same page, who have a similar goal, who have a similar passion or project together. So yeah, you will have support. You will have people that are wholeheartedly on your side. You will have people that might want to help you with this, that might want to collaborate with you on this, whatever this is. And obviously that's up to you whether or not you want to accept any offers that you receive, but you may receive offers from people who want to help or support you or work with you or collaborate with you in some way. Now, the next card we pulled was Angels and Ancestors, an oracle card, and it is where is this blessing coming from? Shield Maiden, make plans and focus. So this is coming from your hard work. This is something that you have created, that you have invested in, that you are seeing the results of. And Shield Maidens, I believe it was the Vikings, you know, women fought alongside the men. They were trained, they were armed, they were strong, they were warriors. And so this may be something that you have worked really hard for that you feel like you really had to fight for. And it may have been very difficult at times, but I feel like this is saying you are protected. We have the shield here. So like you're being protected. You have support. I am getting from this. You will have support from other people, but also that you just have support from the universe in general. And swords are about clarity. And it's another... Um, can be another symbol because swords are air and air is about communication which can be about a conversation and the two of pentacles can talk about a conversation as well and so some of this may be just not just negotiating or like dealing with other people's reactions but meeting more people networking with more people as i said and having more people who are ready and willing to support you and but also having that sense of clarity of you know maybe who you do and don't want to take up on those offers or connect with but also just knowing for yourself what steps you want to take next regardless of other people's input or opinions you know maybe not regardless like obviously if someone has good advice for you take it on board but really having clarity of what you take on board and what you don't and how much to rely on your own intuition, your own knowledge, and your own opinions. And the next card is a Sword of Light, Archangel Michael Oracle card. It's just a bit more advice for you. Number 35, trust the guidance you're receiving. And it's, you know, it's Archangel Michael, so there's a lot of swords in this deck. But it's a sword and a scroll. Uh, you'll be able to see the photos on our social media posts, either mine or Queen Troll podcasts. Archangel Uriel has blessed you with a brilliant epiphany. I am also present to clear away your worries so you can trust your divine guidance. Now, you don't have to believe in archangels. I believe Uriel corresponds to that Uranus energy, that sense of like epiphany, of inspiration, that lightning strike of like an idea, an aha moment. So yeah, a brilliant epiphany as it says. So <laughs> again, that sense of just what I was saying, clarity. So you can trust your own guidance. If you are receiving guidance from the universe, if you are getting synchronicities and intuitive hits and combining that with your logic, right? Combining that with that synthesis of head and hearts is what I'm getting from this. And next we have a Moonology Messages 
card for you, which is how best to integrate this gift once you receive it. Dark side of the moon, mystery. So again, it's asking you to trust yourself. It's saying the moon is about mystery. It's about the unknown. It's about intuition and dreams. And so again, it's really telling you, you can trust yourself. So look for signs from the universe, but also trust yourself to know which way to go and stay open-minded and adaptable. You know, take in any new information that comes your way, but it's also your choice as to what you do with that information. And now the last two cards we have for you is just some final support and advice. So first off from the Healing Waters Oracle, you got let it go, release the past, forgive, soften, move forward. So for anyone who feels like you have had to fight extra hard for this blessing, if you feel like you haven't gotten a lot of support or like you had people that didn't believe in you, didn't agree with you, or even actively held you back, whether, you know, consciously or unconsciously, it's saying, yes, let it go. It's okay to move forward. You're not in that place anymore. And so it is okay for you to focus on the future especially once this blessing comes in. Seven of Pentacles is all about focusing on what is right in front of you, focusing on what is coming, but the seeds have already been planted, so there is no need to worry about the past. Just look towards what's happening now and what you hope to create in the future. And your last card, your last bit of advice from the Razor Vibration Oracle, you are safe here. Just what I was saying, the Shield Maiden, you're protected. You are safe. Whatever you choose to do, if you've gotten yourself this far, then you can get yourself where you want to go. So that is your blessing. I hope it resonated with you. If you want to book a personal reading with me, you can email me at burningtimestarot at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on my socials, you can find links in the episode description. And if you want to just reach out and share your individual story and experience with me, please do. I always love to hear from people. Best of luck to you, and I will see you next time. Pile one, if you pick the pumpkin, welcome to your reading. This is messages from your shadow. So I will walk you through the spread as we go. I've not looked at any of your cards. Let's get started. So first I pulled two tarot cards which are directly what are the messages that your shadow self has for you. So the first card we have here is the Six of Cups. And the second card we have is the Nine of Swords. Six and nine. That's giving me Cancer energy. The glyph for Cancer looks like a 69. And the Six of Cups talks about your past, where you come from. It can be a sense of nostalgia. It can talk about old friends, family members, and the Nine of Swords is anxiety. It is actually my CPTSD card as well, or PTSD. I'm getting messages from this, but let me pull the next two cards. Uh, I also got two Soul's Journey cards for you, which talk about emotions to amplify the message. We have grief and service. Grief. I understand that losing something is an opportunity to appreciate it. And that came out under the Six of Cups and under the Nine of Swords service. I feel good when I can help others. 
So for a lot of you, you may have lost a relationship recently or semi-recently. This could have been a deep friendship, an old friendship. It doesn't have to be. This could be romantic. It could be a family member. The grief could be literal that someone has passed or what I'm getting is that for most of you, this is grief about an ending not so much about someone passing. But for some of you, this could be literal grief that this is someone that has passed on and you may have regrets towards them or you may have a lot of mixed feelings about them and perhaps trying to sort through that. Now with service, I feel good when I can help others. And the Nine of Swords. The Nine of Swords is a card of insomnia, anxiety, worry, it is often my PTSD card in readings. And so you may feel like you are very much wrapped up in your own head, in your own life, in your own problems, and that you are not being of service to people, either the people in your life or to greater causes that you believe in. You may feel like your own anxieties and problems are getting in the way of you doing the things that you feel called to do. And for some of you, this is not recent. This might be something not even from your past. I feel like it's more of a feeling of like looking back on your life as a whole rather than like one specific person or situation, but a sense of grief for things that you didn't know, ways that you have approached making relationships with people. And with this Nine of Swords too, it's like you may have struggled or you may still struggle with competing desires in the sense of wanting to get close to people, wanting to have deep connections with people, but also in a lot of unconscious ways, holding yourself back from that and maybe even self-sabotaging certain relationships because out of a fear of being seen, being known, being rejected for who you are, you know, and um, a reluctance to trust people as well. And so you may be feeling a lot of grief over your inability to form strong connections with people, even if it's, especially if it's what you most desire and yet have not fully figured out how to attain or maintain and for a lot of you, this may be because of traumatic events that you experienced in your past, particularly if it has to do with childhood. Six of Cups talks about childhood, talks about our family of origin. And so, as I said, I feel like for a lot of you, this is very much uh, an unconscious energy, but it is one that has kept you separated from a lot of people that you would have liked to have stronger connections with or that maybe you did have strong connections with that you either sabotaged or let fall by the wayside due to this trauma and due to being wrapped up in your own head and in your own problems and not taking in the world and the people around you enough and not out of a lack of love or concern but I feel like more out of just a lack of knowledge of how to do that and how to strike a balance between the things going on in your own head and being present and showing up in the physical world is you can love people internally emotionally but 
if they don't see that demonstrated for them, they can't always feel that. They don't always know that. They forget or they don't know. You know, and I feel like this is something you are aware of and you are working towards healing with this service card. There is this awareness of like, I need to be better. I need to do more. I want to do more. And so, yeah, I feel like this message is coming to you as far as how can you better integrate this, learn from this, and so that moving forward, you might want to try and repair some relationships or mend some relationships that you have grown lax about, or at least just to be able to approach present and future relationships in a different way, in a way that is more, more connected and that has a better chance of lasting. So your next card is from the Witches Familiars Oracle deck. I wanted to get an animal message for you because animals understand how to live in light and in shadow, whether they are nocturnal or diurnal, whether they are hunters or the hunted. It is necessary for them, you know, unless they literally live at the bottom of the ocean or deep underground and never come out for most animals. They need to know how to live in both light and shadow in order to survive, right? So what do we have? Frog, creativity. So just as I was saying, you know, frogs are about adaptability as well. They live on land and they are amphibious. And so that ability to be adaptable, to hop between different environments, to take a different approach. And this card also, it can actually talk about a career change as well. So for some of you, you know, doing this shadow work can involve a career change, can involve a pivot towards something more creative, more intuitive for some of you. Um, but for all of you in general, this frog is really talking about, you know, again, taking a different approach. So either reframing those events of the past in a way that is less based in shame or fear, you know, and really forgiving yourself, learning from it, and moving forward because we can't change the past. All we can do is learn from our mistakes and continue to move forward and progress. And so this is really saying though that that is possible for you. And to with water, of course, there's always that message of adaptability and of intuition. And so allowing yourself, you know, getting out of this nine of swords energy. And frogs also talk about enjoyment as well and having fun, taking a leap of faith, right? And so again, like easing into, you know, out of that nine of swords and easing back into a six of cups energy a sense of wonder, a sense of happiness and childlike curiosity about things and really allowing that to help you to heal some of this. And it also, I'm getting now, like this might also be talking about forming new connections through things that you enjoy doing and through the things that speak to you. So that might be significant for, for some of you. And the next card I pulled is from the Tree of Life Oracle. And this is, where are you at? with integrating this aspect of your shadow. Chesed, mercy, abundance, gratitude, and big ideas. Okay, totally like not appropriate to this reading. But <laughs> I heard that Doja Cat song, Tia Tamara, 
uh, pop into my head. That part where she says, I am the big idea. Because it says big ideas on this card. So that song might be relevant for some of you. I think that's on my Aries playlist, actually. So, <laughs> uh, I have just finished the last of my astrological playlists on Spotify if you want to follow me there. But <laughs> anyways, so this card has uh, the glyph for Jupiter on it. And Jupiter is all about expansion and abundance and increasing our blessings and this mercy card it's like mercy for yourself mercy for others and this card actually does talk about peace after conflict so it has an eagle and a horse on it and there's four leaf clovers on this throne so those might be significant to you um those symbols or those animals might be significant to you or i would say moving forward if you start seeing them around a lot, take that as a good sign. Take that as a synchronicity. So yes, this card is about peace after conflict. And so really, I'm getting that for a lot of you. You have been integrating this. You have been making peace with it, peace with the past and learning how to move forward. And with Jupiter, you know, it also denotes help. So you might be either meeting new people, forming new relationships. You might have help and support in places that you didn't expect because this card also talks about like not always asking for help and so that might be something that you need to do and to reach out to the people that are around you and maybe be a little bit more honest about places that you have struggled that may have been part of why you have struggled to get close to people in the past is that you didn't always know how to open up or you may have felt very hesitant to share your problems with people. You may have felt like you're, okay, now I'm hearing, like you, you may have been raised in a way or grew up in a way where uh, you absorbed the message that your feelings were a burden, that your preferences were a burden. And so the only way to be accepted or even to receive love was to not have any needs or not bother people with your problems and that may have unconsciously created a distance because you know even if someone doesn't think about it in a conscious way unconsciously you know we don't want to overshare or trauma dump on people either and I'm getting for a lot of you that may be where some of the fear comes from is that you don't want to make other people feel like you are only talking to them when you have a problem or that you're always coming to them with problems right and so that fear may have created more of a distance when that was actually the opposite of what you wanted. But it also may create an environment where people don't want to burden you with their problems because you never go to them with yours. And so that keeps things on a level that is more superficial. But again, I'm getting that you're healing this. So part of this card is about learning how to do that, learning how to strike a better balance and being more forthcoming and more honest about, you know, where you might be at a given moment, but also, again, tempering that with not oversharing too early in a relationship where that's not appropriate, or again, not trauma dumping on people and just kind of like word vomiting on them and really learning how to discern like how much to share with which people. The other message I got from this card is you may be encountering either a person 
or some sort of healing modality that can really help you to get to the next level with this. And so keep your eyes and ears open for things that resonate with you. It could be anything from some type of body work, some different type of therapy, somatic work. It could even be as simple as a podcast or a YouTube channel, but something that you find supportive, something that you can gain new information from and really learn from and use as a tool for growth. So your last two cards, we have the Healing Spirits Oracle. So these are just some pieces of advice for you moving forward as you are integrating this and moving on. Be like your spirit guide. So the message I'm getting from this is again about getting out of that nine of swords energy because that nine of swords is all about overthinking swords are about thinking they can also be about our nervous system so also learning how to ease into things a little bit more if people or crowds or relationships give you a lot of anxiety so again if you have a lot of trauma around that uh, i'm hearing groups some of you may have a lot of trauma around being ostracized from groups and but you are healing this and so this is just a reminder to learn how to get out of your head a bit more. And I'm also being shown the Nine of Swords in the Rider-Waite-Smith deck. And if you'll notice, that is a person in bed. And I may include a picture because I'm not using the Rider-Waite-Smith tarot for this. But it is someone in bed, but the blanket covering them, if you look at it closely, it has a glyphs for all the different zodiac signs on it. And so this can talk about a sense of like feeling like you're doomed, right? Or like the stars are against you or that you're destined to be alone. And that's not the case. And so learning how to get out of that energy. And again, if using a new healing modality, if you find one, and really allowing yourself to trust your intuition a bit more you may get very in your head around relationships you may be someone who overanalyzes things people say to you or conversations you may be someone who you know again the nine of swords is my ptsd card so you may have grown up in an environment or you know this might not be from childhood for all of you for some of you this may have been a relationship or relationships that you had when you were older but you may have been in relationships where you felt like you had to walk on eggshells, where you were hyper aware of other people's moods. And you might be the type of person where you either in childhood or adulthood or both felt like you had to watch for signs like you were you were overly responsible for other people's emotions and moods and so you might be very sensitive to just someone's like change of voice or an expression they make that might set off your spidey senses and set you down a path of worry or anxiety if it seems like someone's mood is off or if they're talking to you a little bit differently and it may not have anything to do with you. So again, it is like getting out of that anxiety and overthinking around relationships and learning how to trust yourself a little bit more, learning how to slow down and how to listen more because sometimes the best cure is just to be a bit more still and listen and observe more. And I'm also hearing, so for some of you, you might have, especially if you have trauma around not being accepted or feeling ostracized, you may have in the past been so concerned with wanting other people to like you that you, again, like you focus too much internally, you focus too much on yourself and like presenting yourself to people 
or, you know, sharing certain things with people, trying to sort of prove to them why they should like you, but inadvertently alienating people because it might seem like you're very self-involved. You may talk about yourself more than you intend to and not ask other people enough questions about themselves. And so, again, learning how to be more quiet, how to observe, how to determine, first of all, do I like this person, right? Because that really needs to be the first thing. How do I feel about this person? Do I like this person? Do I care if they like me or not? Do I care if they accept me or not? Do I want any sort of relationship with this person? So that is the first thing to determine. But also just, again, releasing that nine of swords and letting things unfold in time. You may have in the past been one to rush into relationships, whether friendships or romantic relationships. And if you have that anxiety, if you've experienced codependency, or if that is part of the shadow, I'm not getting that for all of you from these cards, but for some of you, you know, codependency might be part of this energy that you're healing. And so if you are codependent, jumping into something very quickly can feel like a shortcut to security for people who don't know what it's like to feel secure in their relationships. But the problem with that is that it takes time. It just takes time to get to know a person, to build a relationship with a person, and to really determine, is this someone that I want in my life long term? Whether that, again, is a friendship, is a romance, is a working relationship, whatever it is, you have to be willing to put in the time and make an investment on some level. And so part of this Be Like Your Spirit Guides card, another part of the message I'm getting from it is learning how to slow down, how to build more authentic relationships with people, and how to listen better and to really trust your own intuition about people, not rushing into things, not over committing yourself when you don't really know a person yet and how you will actually get along with each other or how your lives would actually mesh together. Slowing down, taking that time, listening more. So, wow, I was not expecting to get that many messages from this deck. I like it, though. Okay, so your last piece of advice. It was supposed to be one card. You got two. I pulled from the Sacred Medicine Oracle. For your final bit of advice on integrating this part of your shadow, you got number 43, Earth Mother, Surrender, and number 36, Wisdom Keeper, Mastery. This message corresponds beautifully with just what I was saying. So I'm going to read to you the first part of this for Earth Mother. You are offering a blessing of pure, unconditional love flowing through all the layers of your trauma and pain. The Earth Mother steps forward and asks you to increase your capacity to receive, for this has been a long time coming. Your heartbeat slows down as you welcome this expansive energy into your field. You have been on high alert for so long, it feels normal. So again, surrendering, allowing yourself to be more in the flow, to listen, to be patient, to take your time, and to forgive yourself. And then with Wisdom Keeper, Mastery, uh, I'm going to read a little bit more from this because this is just what I was talking about, about um, discovering a new modality or finding some sort of mentor or teacher. It is a time to deepen into the fullness of the medicine you bring. 
You are being called to find a mentor, teacher, or guide that will help you to master your art. Spirit encourages you to find someone who is able to clearly see your power. Someone who celebrates the natural gifts that you carry and is here to help you attune them with more precision. Guidance can come in many forms, and the Wisdom Keeper meant to assist you at this time may not be who or what you expected. Sometimes we miss the path we are meant to take because we are too rigid or attached to what learning should look like. Release all of that now and trust when your heart feels lit up and your soul feels a deep connection. The deepest growth happens when we allow ourselves to be teachable, seeing ourselves as a student of life. We all have more to learn as we are evolving until our last days here. Now is a time for refinement and advancement of your gifts in the world. Open yourself up to the aligned guide coming your way as it has all been divinely planned by the cosmos. So just what I was saying about discovering something new, as I said, this card actually has two eagles and a snake on it in a constellation. You can see the pictures on our social media, whether mine or Queen Trail podcast, you'll be able to see all the cards that I've pulled. And you have an eagle on the Hesed card as well. And so it is Scorpio season, if you are listening at the time that I post this. And I have mentioned in previous readings, Scorpio is the only astrological sign that is represented by three different figures, the scorpion, the eagle, and the phoenix. And the snake is also another symbol of rebirth, of transformation, shedding your old skin. And so eagles or snakes might be significant to you. And we have the horse on the chesed card as well. And the frog. We have the frog too. So those all might be significant uh, signs for you. If they start appearing for you, take them as encouragement. Also, I forgot to mention with the two tarot cards that I pulled initially, they're number six and number nine. The glyph for cancer looks like a 69, and it is that yin and yang energy, that union of, of opposites. And cancer talks about where we come from. Cancer is about our roots. It's about our home. It's about where we come from. It's about the deepest parts of ourselves. And so taking any trauma that you picked up growing up or later in life and learning how to transmute it and finding someone, a person or people or something that helps you to do that on a level you haven't done yet. But again, I'm getting that you are aware of this. You have been working on healing it and you are healing it. So take this as an encouragement to keep moving forward, you will learn how to build the kind of relationships that you want. Also, that was the last part of this message from the Earth Mother card. You know, it talked about getting out of hypervigilance, really taking that time to discern what it is that you want to attract, what it is that you want to maintain or hold, hold on to, and what you are at peace with letting go of because that is the other piece of this is not just sort of looking for people that will accept you and then holding on to that with like an iron grip it's about again attracting towards you people and relationships that that resonate with you with who you are now with this more evolved version of yourself and that hopefully can continue to heal and evolve with you and these some of these might be people that have been through the same things you have 
or similar things. So we got the message earlier about meeting people through things that you love to do. Whatever this healing modality is, if it is some sort of class or a retreat or therapy, whatever it is, if it involves a group of people, you may meet like-minded people through that as well. So best of luck to you. I hope this resonated with you. I really wish you the best on your healing journey. If you want to book a personal reading with me, you can email me at burningtimestarot at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on my socials, you can find the information in the episode description. And if you just want to reach out and share your experiences with me and your personal experience of this energy, please do. I always love to hear from people. So absolute best of luck to you and I will see you next time. Pile two, if you chose the skull, welcome to your reading. This is messages from your shadow. So I have not seen any of your cards yet. I will walk you through the spread as we go. So to start off with, I pulled two tarot cards, which are the messages from your shadow. So you got death and the knight of pentacles. Now, if you are listening to this, when I post it, we just entered Scorpio season and the death card is the Scorpio card. It is about rebirth, endings and new beginnings and transformations. And so you are definitely undergoing, you might be in the middle of a dark night of the soul. You are undergoing or will be soon undergoing some major transformations and integration of your shadow. And the Knight of Pentacles is about perseverance. It's about working your way towards a goal. And it does not move quickly. It can be frustratingly slow, but the Knight of Pentacles always makes forward progress. And it is the only knight that is guaranteed to get to where it's going through perseverance and hard work. So I'm getting for a lot of you, this is an aspect you're well familiar with, you're well aware of, and you have been working very hard to heal. So to clarify, I pulled two Soul's Journey cards as well. And they are, oh my, wow. Okay, you'll see the pictures if you go to either mine or Queen Troll podcast socials. You'll see the post and you'll see pictures of the cards that I have pulled so that you can see them for yourself and see what messages you get from them. So underneath the death card, we have freedom. I possess the power and the free will to create my own happiness. And then under the Knight of Pentacles, perseverance. I know that I can do whatever I set my mind to. So you are healing this and you know that through whatever it is that you need to release, whatever it is that you need to let go of, you are going to be making way for more new and positive things to enter your life. And so with this death card here, you might still be integrating a sense of loss, a sense of grief, and leaving behind things from your past that you may have found very hard to let go of. So I wanted to pull a couple of clarifiers just to make sure I was getting the right messages. And the clarifier I got for the death card is the three of pentacles. And the clarifier for the knight of pentacles is the chariot. And you'll see in the photos, it's very interesting because the chariot and the knight of pentacles, they both depict cards with a horse on them but in the knight of pentacles it is a single person and a single horse and with the chariot it is two people being pulled in a cart by two different horses one dark and one brown and one white well i guess this is black 
In the Rider Waite Smith deck, the chariot has the two sphinxes pulling it, one black and one white, and it is about balancing your energy. So you are really working to integrate this. And it can talk about being pulled by competing forces as well and integrating those. With this three of pentacles here and then moving to the knight of pentacles, which is alone, and then back towards a group, I feel like there is a letting go. I'm getting a, a sense of codependency here. You may have been overly reliant on your relationships, on other people's opinions and input. And I'm getting from this part of healing this is learning how to trust yourself more, how to sit with yourself more. You may be someone who has a really hard time being alone. You may be someone who tends to overwork, who distracts yourself a lot, particularly when you are upset or struggling or having problems. You might be someone who tries to avoid it, who tries not to look at those things and buries yourself in work or hobbies or relationships in order to not have to face difficult emotions you might be experiencing. And so this is learning how to externalize a bit less. And there's nothing wrong with being an extrovert. Some of you might be extroverts. And now I'm, I'm seeing like uh, MBTI types, Myers-Briggs personality types. So a lot of you might be in that E category and you might be extroverts who genuinely thrive on collaboration and sharing energy with people, which is a beautiful thing. But this is messages from your shadow. And so I feel like this is learning how to strike a better balance. Oh, I just noticed too in this three of pentacles because I'm using the impressionist tarot. And I don't remember the title of this piece, but it's three people kind of huddled together. But in the background, they're at the races. So there are horses <laughs> running in the background. So horses are obviously a big sign for you right now. You may feel very connected to horse spirit. You may be year of the horse in Chinese astrology, or it might just become an important symbol for you moving forward. You might start seeing horses around a lot, whether live horses or in movies or depicted. You know, the, the more unusual the place, the more unexpected a place for an image or for an actual horse to show up, the more I think you can take that as a positive sign from the universe that you are heading in the right direction. But yes, you might be someone who struggles to be alone, who struggles to sit with uncomfortable thoughts or emotions. And so you might just avoid them altogether and bury yourself in busyness and activities. And so learning how to do that less, but also, as I said, learning how to balance the input you receive from other people with the input you receive from yourself and from source. However you want to frame that, that fits in with your own beliefs, but striking a better balance and learning how to be uncomfortable. Sometimes we find ourselves in situations where there's no easy answer, there's no immediate answer, and we just have to learn how to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And moving through that and understanding that answers will come with time. So your next card is from the Witches Familiars Oracle deck. I wanted to get one animal message because for most animals, obviously depending on what they are and where they live, but whether they are nocturnal or diurnal, 
whether they are hunters or the hunted, most animals need to understand how to live in both shadow and light in order to survive. And so, what do we have? Ferret. Observant. So ferrets spend a lot of time in the dark. They burrow, they sit, they wait. Ferrets are about being very alert. Now there are two ferrets on this card. So again, there's this, there's always this sense of like that you have a lot of people around you. You have a lot of energy around you, but being observant and part of being observant means be learning how to be still, learning how to listen, learning how to observe. And so again, I'm getting this message of learning how to slow down and how to be still, how to be quiet, how to quiet some of that internal chatter so that you can learn more about whatever it is that you've been blocking out. Because I get a very definite sense that there's something you have been avoiding and blocking out. Now the next card that I pulled is the Tree of Life Oracle. And this is about where are you in terms of integrating the lessons from your shadow in this matter. You got the Tree of Life, Map, Support, Connection. So just as I was saying, like you have a lot of people around you. I'm getting like a lot of you, you have a large support network. It's just that maybe you over rely on them and you need to learn how to rely a little bit more on yourself. The tree of life is also a map. And so I feel like this is saying, yes, take your time and observe and you will be able to more clearly see where you are, where you've been and where you are going. And on this tree, we have all the different glyphs for the different planets. And so you are integrating this aspect of yourself. The more that you integrate, the more that you'll realize all the different resources you already have within yourself that you can rely on and that you don't always have to turn to those external forces. Again, with that feeling of codependency, I feel like you may also overextend yourself Yes, you may have a large network of support and of people, and that is a beautiful thing, but you may over-concern yourself with their problems, with their issues and concerns to the point that you end up neglecting yourself, you know, and it may not be any one person. For some of you, it may be a couple of specific people that you do that with. For others, it may just be that that's something you do overall, you know, with all of your connections. And so at any given moment, you are, you know, helping or extending yourself to another person, which again is a beautiful thing, but to your own detriment. You know, you may be using other people's problems as an excuse to avoid your own problems and over-identifying with other people's problems in order to distract yourself from, again, your own problems that you don't want to face or that you don't know how to fix. Two more cards for you of advice moving forward. So the first one is from the Healing Spirits Oracle, and it is speak your truth with passion. So I don't get that you necessarily hold a ton back from people or that you don't speak your truth. I think part of why you have so many connections is that you do know how to speak your truth for the most part. But from this Tree of Life card as well, part of what I got was a level of discernment because, as I said, this reading is about striking a balance between how much you rely on others, how much you let them rely on you, and how much you rely on yourself, and how much you allow them to rely on themselves as well. 
right? So that might be part of healing this too, is letting people make their own mistakes, letting people figure themselves out too, because that might be part of how you're overextending yourself. So discerning, you might need an increased level of discernment about who you want in your network, who you want to get advice from, who you share certain aspects of your life with. And so maybe because you have been so preoccupied with maintaining these networks or with getting other people's opinions and getting other people's inputs or just distracting yourself from your own life, you may have not always been as discerning about who you share certain things with or who you allow around you. And so I feel like there is source is calling on you to have a little bit more discernment and a little more refinement around what you share and who you share it with and who you allow to get close to you. So for your final bit of advice, I drew a sacred medicine oracle card. You got two. So what are they? You got number 24, medicine bag, gather. And number four, full spirit moon, shine. So again, I'm getting this message you know gather so again there's a sense like you have a lot of support around you you have a lot of people around you you have a lot of assistance available to you and you may have spent a lot of time gathering people and gathering resources and full spirit moon is i'm getting a more solitary energy here and it is that deep sense of intuition and inner knowing and so Again, it's not saying to discard everything that you've gathered, not at all, but learning how to sit with yourself. And again, moon is about the unknown. So learning how to sit in the unknown a little bit more, learning how to trust your own instincts a little bit more, how to sit still with yourself and listen to your own messages first before running to others for input or distraction. Okay, so I also got a whole other message. So, uh, Part of this full spirit moon also is, I feel, calling on you to recognize parts of yourself that you may have been looking for in other people. And conversely, because this is your shadow, I feel like there may be places where you have unconsciously projected your shame about certain aspects of yourself onto other people. And we all do this to some degree, right? And so I feel like it's also asking you to look at places where you have unconsciously seen things in yourself that you carry shame about, that you might be in denial about, that you might see those things in others and unconsciously externalize them and then judge other people for those things or even have been judgmental or dismissive towards people that you perceive as having these qualities or flaws, however you see them, when in essence is reminding you of something about yourself that you have not wanted to face or not wanted to admit, either to others or to yourself or both. For some of you, this might be a part of yourself you're very aware of, but that you do not share with others. As much as you share other things, these are things you keep to yourself because you don't like them about yourself. Otherwise, they are things that you even keep from yourself. And so you literally externalize it to the point where you blame others. And I'm getting for some of them, these are things that you have in common. For others, they may not even feel those things or have the traits that you're projecting onto them. 
it might literally just be your brain externalizing something that you don't want to face. And so that is another aspect that you will need to tap into your intuition for is to really look at where are, again, striking that balance between the self and others and external energy and learning how to integrate better the places where you share your energy and what you keep to yourself, but also being able to be really honest with yourself about the things that you have been avoiding. But with this medicine bag here, you have the tools that you need. You are working on this. The tree of life, you have a roadmap or you will very soon. And you are integrating this and it will bring you even healthier, stronger relationships. And most of all, it will bring you a much stronger relationship with yourself where you don't have to rely on people as much. You can enjoy the connections and the relationships you have, but you will also be able to be alone more, to feel more comfortable in yourself and in who you are, and even in facing those aspects of yourself that you have not wanted to face. So I hope this reading resonated with you. I wish you the best. If you want to book a personal reading with me, you can email me at burningtimestarot at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on my socials, you can find links in the description. And if you want to just reach out and share your own experience with me, please do. I love to hear people's stories. I'm wishing you the best of luck, and I will see you next time. Pile three. If you chose the heart, welcome to your reading. This is Messages from Your Shadow. So I have not seen any of your cards yet. I pulled them ahead of time and I will walk you through the spread as we go. So the first cards I pulled are just two tarot cards to see what messages your shadow has for you. Oh, we have the moon and we have the knight of swords. I'm getting a couple different messages from this. Um, I'm going to pull clarifiers if I feel the need to, but you know, the moon talks about uncertainty, secrecy, intuition. Do you really not like not knowing things? Does it scare you when you feel a bit lost or if you feel like you don't have all the information on a situation? Does that make you feel a bit panicky? Because the Knight of Swords can be a little panicky. You know, the Knight of Swords can be very sure of themselves, overly sure of themselves at times. I did talk about this in another reading, but now this one is a little more calm and pensive. So maybe a little bit different vibe, but I'm seeing the Knight of Swords from the Rider-Waite-Smith deck in my head and they are rushing into battle. They are in a hurry. They're ready to go. And you know, swords are to do with communication. And so the Knight of Swords can be someone who is a bit cutting, someone who is a bit harsh with their words, someone who uh, might speak without thinking. So I am getting some of that as well. Have you been unintentionally harsh with some of the people around you? Have you been a bit quick to say things that you later regret? Have you been overly judgmental towards people in your life, especially people that you care about. Now, as I said, this night looks a little more pensive. So this might not be so much the things that you say, but it could be the things that you keep to yourself. Are you someone who keeps a lot to yourself? Are you very reluctant to share your inner world with other people? 
Do you feel hesitant about trusting people with your secrets, with your emotions? Now, I pulled two Soul's Journey cards to further illustrate this for us. What do we have? Oh, so we have success. I know that there is no greater goal than to love. Under the moon and under the Knight of swords, we have worry. I am learning that worry doesn't change an outcome. So just what I was saying about, is it difficult for you to sit in not knowing something? Do you feel a drive, an urgency to act at times, even though you know you don't have all the information you need? Do you feel better making a decision, even though it could very well be the wrong decision? But do you feel better making a decision than putting one off? Even if you know you might be going in the wrong direction. I feel like these are things that your shadow is asking you. Which is interesting because none of the other ones were a question. This, this is what I'm getting from your shadow. So I keep getting this urge to ask you rhetorical questions and see if they spark something for you. With success and worry here, do you ever feel like you're not good enough for what you truly want? I pulled a couple of clarifiers just to make sure I was getting the right message. And what came out for the moon was the Ten of Cups. So on this side, you have the moon, the Ten of Cups, and success. And what came out for the Knight of Swords was the Page of Swords. So you have the Knight and Page of Swords and worry on the other side. So there's a lot of polarity here. So do you ever feel like you are really struggling to balance two different sides of yourself. Again, Ten of Cups and the Moon, water energy, intuition, dreams. And then on this other side, both swords, right? And I mean, the Page of Swords is literally a card of watching and waiting and readiness. It's a card of vigilance with worry here. So it's like you have water and air. This is like your feelings, your emotions, and your thoughts fighting against each other. Do you feel like you often have to try and balance the two? Do you feel like your head and your heart are at war with each other sometimes? That's what I just heard. Do you ignore your own intuition? Do you have moments where you get an insight and you brush it off and you logic your way out of it and you talk yourself out of it and you tell yourself there's no reason for you to feel a certain way or to think a certain thing is going to happen and then it does. Maybe you brush it off and you don't want to believe that you have a deep intuition. Maybe you'd rather not. Maybe you'd rather rely on your logic. Maybe you would prefer that the world was more orderly and straightforward. And the idea of having this realm of intuition and dreams and the unknown, maybe that makes you really uncomfortable. And yet it's calling you. It doesn't mean you have to sell all your possessions and become a tarot reader that travels, you know, that rides the rails. But like, <laughs> um, I mean, I'll do that. But it doesn't mean that you suddenly have to become a freaking sorcerer if you don't want to. It just, you're being called to tap into your intuition more. And that's what will lead you to success. Right? The Ten of Cups, too, which is the ha happily ever after card, whatever that means for you, in whatever realm of life 
this is, you know, whether it's family, career, a creative project, whatever it is, that is your path to success. And the success card says, I know that there's no greater goal than to love. This card doesn't talk about money. It doesn't talk about possessions. But it talks about, to be cliche, one of the greatest mysteries that we have, which is love. And I believe animals love. I think anyone who's been around an animal knows that they love. They love each other. They can love us. But I don't know if any creature on this planet loves the way that humans love. And I don't, well, maybe I stand corrected because I was going to say sometimes humans love without reason, right? Even when all of the evidence in front of you and all of your better instincts tell you not to, you might still love regardless. And I was going to say animals don't do that, but then I saw a vision of like a dog that is abused and yet they still love their human. And so maybe you have felt that way at times and maybe that has caused you to overly rely on your logic and to shut down a part of your emotions. But, you know, it, the message here in the cards is doing that is what is leading you down this path of worry. I am learning that worry doesn't change an outcome. You're being called to surrender a bit more, to trust on your intuition a bit more, and if you feel like you are hypervigilant at times or that you get trapped in thought loops, figuring out how to break out of that. So we're going to see what else the rest of the cards have to tell us about this. This night in particular, um, you'll see photos. If you want to see the cards, there will be photos up on our socials. So either on my page or the Queen Troll podcast page. So you can see the cards for yourself. But the way that this knight is looking down and the sword is very prominent, it's almost giving me like five of swords energy. And five of swords is about isolation. You know, where do we hold things back? It can be about cutting something out. It can also be about like the places where we don't share. We are not forthcoming. We keep things hidden. And that, you know, Scorpio is the sign of hidden knowledge. It's about secrecy, complexity, mystery. So all of those themes might be very relevant for you right now. But there's a lot of things that you, I just heard, I just heard there's a lot of things that you keep to yourself and from yourself. So the next card we pulled, we, why do I, I think this is the second time in this reading I've called myself we, I don't know what that is about. Um, I got a Witch's Familiars card. I wanted to get an animal message for this reading because obviously animals that live at the bottom of the ocean or that never see the light of day don't apply here. But for most animals, whether they are nocturnal or diurnal, whether they are the hunter or the hunted, and those roles can change obviously in a moment, for most animals, in order to survive, they have to know how to live in both light and shadow, right? Just as we need to. So what animal message do you have? Hedgehog disguise. So again, what do you hide from others? Do you put on a false front? Do you act like everything's fine when it's not? Do you act like you're okay when you're spinning out? Do you pretend to be this super logical, rational person? 
when you're actually quite intuitive, even though maybe you don't want to be. That's really the message I'm getting really strong. So this card actually talks about disguise as protection. So you may feel like you have needed to do that. Maybe when you were very young or at some point in your past, maybe you did rely more on your intuition and you felt like that got you in trouble somehow, or maybe it drew some unwanted attention towards you. And so you shut part of that down. Maybe I'm getting for some of you, maybe you grew up in a really religious family and, you know, maybe your intuition or certain gifts that you had may not have fit in with whatever framework they had for their own beliefs. And so you may have felt a bit of an outcast for that, or um, I'm hearing even wondering if there was something wrong with you, perhaps, because your experiences were not fitting in with what you were told God is or spirituality is or how the universe works. Now, it is interesting. The last sentence in the entry for Hedgehog says, Dreaming of hedgehogs encourages you to explore your visions and is an indicator of one who can travel the world tree or see beyond the veil. So right there again, it's calling on your intuition. And if this is something that you're being called to get back in touch with or to explore more, which is what I'm getting very strongly here, you may need to keep this to yourself for a while. You might have people around you that would not be happy about this, especially if they know you to be a very logical, rational person. It might freak them out a little bit to know that you're gravitating towards certain things, but you have to do what speaks to you. So if you are being called to explore your intuition or your spirituality, you know, what I'm getting here is like you already have a strong intuition. So use it and let yourself be guided towards whatever is calling to you that might want to be explored. That doesn't mean every single thing that you look at is going to be earth shattering or be for you, but that's up to you to decide. Oh, that was the other message I got with this hedgehog card too, because it, you know, it talks about disguise and staying hidden as a method of protection. And so, yes, that might be something you need to do for a while. But then I come back to this moon card and the moon doesn't hide itself. The moon shines, you know? Yeah, we have eclipses, we have new moons, dark moons, but the moon is seen, it's visible and it shines. And so down the road, you might be called to do that more. You know, you might be called to, for some of you, use your intuition in a more public way. Again, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to become a palm reader or a tarot reader if that's not what you feel called to do or if that's not something that you want to do publicly or as a job, right? As a career. But there's other ways to do this publicly without necessarily calling yourself an intuitive. I mean, look at pretty much any creative profession. If you play music, if you're an artist, if you're a DJ, like... I create playlists on Spotify, tarot and astrological playlists, and I always say that is me co-creating with the universe because when I set an intention to make a playlist, I have songs that are personal to me or ones that come into my head. I am clear audience, but also once I start working on them, it's like suddenly songs just come my way sometimes in the most random ways, but that perfectly seem to apply to whatever energy it is I'm trying to capture. And so you can be like, an antenna almost, right? Like that can be a deeply intuitive thing, but 
it doesn't necessarily mean that you're broadcasting the fact that you did it in an intuitive way. You're just flexing your skills. And so again, like that can apply, that could apply to how you play the stock market. It can apply to just about anything. We use our intuition all the time, you know, and again, it's like, there's this message that you've been very split about it. And I feel like your shadow is calling on you to heal this and to learn how to use your logic and your intuition in tandem together in a way that is more harmonious and that serves you better. So the next card that I pulled is from the Tree of Life Oracle, and it is going to tell us where you're at in terms of integrating this part of your shadow. You have Gibura, severity, might, discipline, and karma. You have the Mars symbol here, but when I see severity, it definitely gives me Saturn. Okay, now I want to go back to question mode. Have you been judging yourself a lot? Have you been trying to discipline yourself out of listening to your intuition? Have you been trying to discipline yourself out of wanting something more than what you already have or where you already are? And again, this could be your career, this could be your home life, this could be your friends, your side hustles, your creative endeavors, whatever it is. Do you feel on some level like you are betraying your loved ones by wanting something more? Is there a part of your soul that nags at you because you know that there's more out there for you, but you don't know what it is? Is there a part of you that feels bored? Or maybe feels a little bit hopeless sometimes when you think that maybe this is all there is because it's not so this card is you know mars it's about action it's about aggression it's about seeing something through but also about being able to discern where to pull your punches and as i said you know one of the first things i said with the nine of swords have you been overly harsh in the past with other people severity is asking you to check that and to learn how to be a bit softer where you need to and to consider the repercussions of your actions and it sounds like you are doing that and so considering the repercussions of your actions for other people and also for yourself you know this is a number five card and fives in tarot are challenging right if the number five is of transformation as well and it it is that very uncomfortable energy where there is change happening but it's still underway and so it's that feeling of tension where you have not settled into the new form yet which is interesting as well because so when i got the clarifiers on the split you had the magician and on the bottom of the deck you had the hierophant so very powerful cards and the hierophant is the number five and is the taurus card i mentioned Scorpio earlier and of course Taurus is Scorpio's sister sign they're opposite signs and I am recording this on the 25th of October and on the 28th we have the full moon eclipse it is a blood moon I believe in Taurus which is the last of the Taurus eclipses for some time because that is closing out this cycle of the last two years year and a half <laughs> where the nodes have been in Taurus and Scorpio, and we will now be fully entering the Aries and Libra eclipse energies. We already had the annular solar eclipse in Libra. The Hierophant also represents esoteric knowledge. It can, can talk about mentors and teachers, institutions, particularly religious institutions. And it talks about marriage, but basically any societal institution that we have, the status quo, that is 
what the Hierophant generally represents. And then we had the Magician on the split. And the magician exists outside of any hierarchy or structure. The magician, in a way, is like a traveling sideshow and can have an element of trickster energy to them. But overall, this is someone who is a very powerful manifester who has many different gifts and talents and who knows how to draw on all of them, right? Traditionally, the magician is shown with the four elements, the four suits of the tarot on the table in front of them. So they are drawing on every different aspect of themselves in order to create what it is that they want. And I believe that that is what your shadow is urging you to do, if I haven't made that clear. <laughs> so your last two cards are some final advice for you on this. So we will start with the Healing Spirits Oracle, which says, your life plan is unfolding as it should. So whatever it is that you've been denying in yourself or about yourself is coming to light. Whether you like it or not, whether you want it or not, it's there. And the best thing to do is to make friends with it, learn how to work with it, learn how to use it, learn how it works for you, and learn how to balance it so that you can use it in a way that serves you and the people around you. And I'm noticing that this figure on this card has eight points, eight stars around it, which is making me think of the star card, which is Aquarius energy. And the star is about hope and healing and this beautiful sense of balance between earth and spirit, air and water, and someone who knows how to just flow and be in their own energy. So I checked the book to see what it said about this card because I haven't used this oracle very much. And it's very interesting because the whole message is things that I've been saying in other piles but have not said in this one. <laughs> and it also gets to the exact message I've been saying. So uh, this is quick. I'm going to read it to you. There is no such thing as coincidence. And when you know this, you are ready to look more closely at your life plan. Your spirit guide has already opened the way for you and will give you confirmation that you are truly on the right path. Synchronicities are their way of attracting your attention and giving you confirmation that you are close to a great understanding. Very soon you will know your true purpose, which is beautiful. And as I said, if you're listening when this is posted, we just had the annular solar eclipse in Libra. We are heading towards the lunar eclipse in Taurus, which is closing out a cycle. So a lot of you may be ending a cycle that you began a year and a half to two years ago, that Taurus-Scorpio axis, you know, every sign and its opposite tell a story. And the story of Taurus and Scorpio, we have, in a sense, the mundane versus the sacred, simplicity versus complexity, earth versus water, stability versus transformation, earthly wealth and resources versus the spiritual and the sacred, as I said. So we haven't gotten a ton of, you know, a lot of the other piles. I was like, well, this will be a synchronicity for you. That will be a synchronicity for you. So pay attention to that. We haven't had much of that here. We still have one last card to go. So we'll see what that one says. But you know, hedgehogs, definitely. I would say, you know, swords, maybe, <laughs> might be significant for you. Horses, there's a horse here, a rainbow on the Ten of Cups. So all of those might be significant to you in some way. Mars, the sigil for Mars. 
I meant glyph. So maybe some of you are called to create a sigil for yourselves. Uh, one step at a time. I mean, I'm still just trying to convince you to get in touch with your own intuition. So, oh, there's a snake on this shield. Is that a snake or a dragon? Hold on. I believe this is a snake on the shield on this Gibura card. So snakes, you know, which again, Scorpio, transformation, rebirth, shedding your old skin, taking on a new form. So those might be significant to you. So pay extra attention if you see any of those popping out at you in the coming weeks. So your final card is from the Sacred Medicine Oracle. One last piece of advice for you for integrating this lesson. Anishinaabe? I'm so sorry if I'm butchering that. Number 41, the good being, worth. And we have a family of deer. We have a buck, a fawn, and a, a doe. A fawn, a buck, and a calf. All here. And we have the sun. So you have this... You started your reading with the moon and you're ending with the sun. And, and, <laughs> during this eclipse, we are going to have the sun in Scorpio squaring the moon in Taurus. And going from the moon, which is the unknown, to the sun, which is illumination, which is knowledge, especially self-knowledge. And this card is worth. And it talks about knowing, like truly knowing that you are good enough just the way that you are. And it also talks about getting back to your core essence and getting in touch with your inner child and that part of you that just existed before you understood that you had any expectations placed on you. And with the sun on this card, and there is a child on this card as well, and with the sun, I'm, I'm seeing the sun card in the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, which is a child sitting on a horse in the sun right? It's that youthful exuberance, that lack of self-consciousness that we have generally when we're children, where you just feel at ease in yourself, expressing yourself, being yourself. And maybe you didn't really get to have that when you were a kid, but you can give that to yourself now if you choose to. And there's a line in the entry here for this card. This card invites you to return to your childlike innocence and untangle yourself from the beliefs of what being good truly is. And as I said, I get for a lot of you, you may have been shamed for this side of yourself. You may have grown up devaluing that intuitive part of yourself. And this is calling on you to return to an earlier version of yourself in a way, but you don't have to frame it that way if you're not comfortable with that because really it's about who you are now. But integrating that with this other sort of less filtered version of yourself. And so for most of you, I'm getting that you were shamed for not being logical enough and maybe for being too intuitive or, or just being different in some way from the people around you. For a very few of you, it could be the opposite. You may have grown up in a family that was very woo-woo, very like all about the intuition and didn't really have a lot of logic. And so you may have overdeveloped your logic in response to that. And partly perhaps out of a need to take care of the people around you in a way that they were not taking care of themselves. So this overdeveloped logic may not have necessarily been born of shame in the same way so much as it was a reaction to what was going on around you and a need to make up for the deficiencies in logic of the people you were surrounded by. But either way, this is really calling on you. And this doesn't have to be like a test or an assignment. This can be a really beautiful, enjoyable thing, right? 
This can be about just learning how to relax, how to get out of those thought loops with the, the knight and page of swords and worry and getting out of that and really just taking some time to stand in a field in the sun, observe the earth, spend time with animals and just step into your own light. So I hope this reading resonated for you. I hope it brought you some useful messages. If you want to book a personal reading with me, you can email me at burningtimestarot at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on my socials, you can find the links for that in the show notes. And if you want to just share your experience with me, please feel free to reach out. I'd love to hear people's stories. And I am wishing you the best of luck. And I will see you next time. I hope that one of those readings resonated with you. Please check the show notes for how to get in touch with Jenny Ruiz of Burning Times Tarot and check our socials to view the decks. Also, keep sending in your questions and comments. I read all of them. I love reading them. And if you have a fun, amazing or inspiring story to share, drop me a line. I'd love to hear it. The world needs more amazing stories. Please take a moment to rate this episode because your ratings really do help move this podcast closer to the top of searches so that my friends and I can reach more people. I'm looking forward to sharing more upcoming in the company of friends talks with you. So be sure to follow me on the socials and the dot com all at the Queen Trail podcast. That's T-H-E-Q-U-A-I-N-T-R-E-L-L-E podcast. I am Syl Annan, the Queen Trail. And until next time, I wish you passion, adventure, elegance, and beauty.